Let's get a preview of what we can expect for this new week on Heads Up Monday. Joining us as always is Kim Soo-hyun here in the studio. Good morning. Good morning, Henry. All right, Soo-hyun, we're going to start with the vaccine rollout. Starting today, flight attendants and workers in nursing facilities will receive COVID-19 shots. We talked about that in our news briefing. Who's next in line? Right, so people in medical institutions, pharmacists and dialysis patients will be the next groups of people to get the COVID-19 vaccines. The government is going to start taking reservations for the vaccines for them from today. Eligible people will be informed through text messages and phone calls, and reservations can be made online through the pre-booking system on the KDCA's website. In the meantime, the government opened an additional 104 inoculation centers nationwide last week. So Pei Kyung-tae, a senior official of the COVID-19 vaccination task force, said an average of 105,000 people can get inoculated a day, and this is a two-fold number, number of people compared to earlier. Right. So progress being made, um, slowly getting more and more of the population inoculated. Let's talk about... April 20th then, Mm -hmm. because that is marking the day for disabled people. And Mm -hmm. there's actually going to be a free taxi service for them on that day, on Tuesday. Could you tell us more? Yes. So call taxis call taxis for the disabled have been in service in Seoul since 2003 to help physically challenged citizens to move around the city. On the occasion of the Disabled Persons Day on April 20th, the Seoul Facilities Corporation is going to provide free taxi service for the disabled for the whole of Tuesday. Those who wish to use the service can apply through their mobile application, website or phone calls. Seoul Facilities Corporation is also expected to offer bus bus service for the disabled to help them get to inoculation centers. Good news for them and obviously a day to commemorate uh, Mm -hmm. disabled people on Tuesday. Let's move on to some real estate news. This is for Wednesday's Suhyun. Hong Nam-gi, the finance minister, as well as the uh, deputy PM and right now acting PM, is going to hold a ministerial meeting to discuss related policies. Could you tell us more? Yes. So the government is likely to be engaged in a heated debate this Wednesday as they are going to have a ministerial meeting on real estate policy with Hong Nam-gi, the finance minister, and the acting prime minister as chair. The meeting comes to address increasing prices of real estate with with expectations of eased regulations in Seoul. These um, expectations arise from the new Seoul mayor, Oh Sehun, who has pledged to expedite deregulation and support reconstruction and redevelopment projects across the city. As a result, prices of private uh, properties in Seoul have been soaring since Oh Sehun's winning in the recent by-election. But Finance Minister Hong Nam-gi has expressed his strong willingness to minimize the market instability even before the new mayor was elected. So now, all eyes are on what compromise the central and the Seoul city government will make in the meeting. Right. And so the question fundamentally is, do we like to see these skyrocketing housing Mm. prices? It would seem like the vast majority of people right now, especially those who don't own own homes, uh, would Mm. do not like to see these skyrocketing prices. If you're an owner, it's a different story. But for the finance minister, the dilemma for him is to make sure that Mm. uh, there is some stability, but at the same time, making sure you get some cooperation with the uh, Seoul City government now, which is uh, being run now by somebody from a different political Mm. party. 
which leads us to uh, this uh, new mayor because, uh, surprisingly, because of the uh, by-elections and the abrupt way it happened, we actually haven't had a formal ceremony Mm. to swear in the new mayor. That is going to change because there will be an inauguration ceremony set for this Thursday. Right. Seoul City Government is going to hold an inaugural ceremony for the new mayor, Oh Seun, this Wednesday. And considering the ongoing pandemic, the ceremony will be held with the least number of attendees on site at DDP in Dongdaemun. Um, oh Seun is expected to share his vision to mark the start of a new Seoul and reinforce that his administration will work for and with the citizens. The ceremony will be live-streamed on YouTube and the city government's online broadcaster, Live Seoul. It's notable that it will be taking place at DDP, and that was, of course, intentional Mm. because that was perhaps the signature kind of uh, construction project done during the uh, former Mayor Oh Sehun's tenure Mm. a decade ago. And so uh, some symbolism there uh, for sure. Final story, and this is really dealing with that tragedy that really saddens so many people here in the country. Another event uh, for Thursday. This is the first trial uh, hearing for this uh, death of the uh, little girl in Kumi. Tell us more, please. Right. So the first trial for the woman involved in the mysterious death of a three-year-old girl in Kumi will take place this Thursday. Earlier this month, prosecutors arrested a 48-year-old woman surnamed Sok on charges of adopting a child and attempting to hide a dead body. And just to give a little bit of context, in February, a three-year-old girl was found dead of at least six months starvation after her mom left her alone. So So the mother, surnamed Kim, was arrested and indicted for mur- murder and other charges. But the DNA test later showed that Seok, who is supposed to be the grandmother of the dead girl, is actually her biological mother. Prosecutors and the police suspect that both Seok and Kim gave birth around the same time and Seok switched the children for unknown reasons. Seok is currently denying all the accusations and charges against her. So the task enhances to find out the, bi- the bi- biological mother of the dead girl and whether there was an accomplice for switching children, and lastly, the whereabouts of the missing child. The trial beginning this Thursday will hopefully help get some answers there. Yeah, and so just the way the details have come out certainly have uh, both horrified but also fascinated the Mm -hmm. the general public and and the unusual kind of aspects of this case. You often say, you know, sometimes truth is stranger than fiction, but you can almost guarantee uh, with this case, and obviously we want to see justice served, but um, if there ever was a case of real life that will be turned into some kind of movie or mm. some kind of fictional depiction that you can bet that this is going to be uh, one of those because this is such a uh, really, really strange, strange circumstance. All right, Suyun, as always, thank you very much for the reporting. We'll talk to you again soon. See you next week. We'll be back.